Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming out to the UCB. Sorry, you did a great job. That, thank you so much. It's here for that gal. You can, you can uh, fade that. That's, I wanted just to fade to silence. Just nothing from you guys. That's how I wanted that show to go. I miss her high-fiving, then I have to propose. <laughs> so now we're engaged. And you guys are weirdly unimpressed. <laughs> I'm your host, Cameron Esposito. I'm the star of this show. <laughs> That's it's true. It's totally true. Um, hey, you know what was so great? We were in San Francisco over the weekend doing Sketchfest, and our producer Ryan, who is a very important member of the team, was not there with us. So some other person introduced us, and that person's voice did not sound as beautiful as your voice just sounded, Ryan. Let's hear it for Ryan. Oh man, you are good at that. Very nice hyping. I mean, they, I don't, I feel like they should have been at their feet. It was very, it was nice. Nice warm-up comic type of a vibe. Okay, you guys are relaxed. <laughs> Interesting. Sometimes people are amped. It's a real relaxed Tuesday. Everybody's just on their own vibe, not really paying attention yet. Unsure that the show has started. Who's this vest comic that comes out before the show starts? That's what you guys are thinking to yourselves. A lot of early arm crossing going on. A lot of hands in laps. I'm unsure how to feel about you guys. No, that's right, sir. You're not supposed to... I meant like this... Yeah, no. Thanks for... These guys are on the edge of their seats. So that's definitely a more appropriate... Uh, cool. He- who, 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 whose head's on your shirt? It's Barack Obama. Yeah, I, th- I thought it looked like the president of our country. You have a Barack. Is that a just a top or a dress or what do you? Just a top. It's your Barack top. Um, where did you get that? Right. Of course, it's from a store in Singapore. Yeah, that makes sense. They would not sell that here. There's no chance. Little circle with the thing through it, like a Ghostbusters sort of a, like a female Ghostbusters sort of a thing. Um, okay, yeah, I mean this. Uh, I'm not in it, which is bullshit. Um, no, it's cool. Go, Kate McKinnon, carrying the flag for the family. Um, she's a lesbian. Did you guys not know that about her? She's pretty open about it. We got a great show tonight, and the comics are back. They can hear you. Let's hear it right now for the other comics. Oh, oh, you guys! Oh my God, that was that's going to be annoying on the podcast. So this is also out as a podcast, and I realize in the middle of my long and kind of a little bit high, you guys, that that was not going to float anybody's boat. But you know what? Learn to deal with women's voices, people that listen to audio. Later in the show, I'm going to talk to my co-host, Rhea, and sometimes people say that they can't tell us apart when we talk, which is crazy. We don't sound that much alike. We're just both women. That's how many women there are in podcasting and on the radio. They're just like, I can't tell it. the difference between you if one of you isn't fat and one of you isn't thin and you're not both man and there's a woman that does traffic. <laughs> So anyway, I'm going to be home for a couple weeks. That feels nice. I've been, I've been zooming around, really uh, traveling the, just really traveling the, the world even, I would say, and uh, mostly this country, and doing a lot of stand-up shows, and then I get to be home for a couple weeks because I'm making television, so like, not that big of a deal. It's kind of a big deal. Um... <laughs> But I get to be here for a little minute and just like get back in the groove, you know, like eat a lot of salads. <laughs> just get back in my LA lifestyle, just right up the mountain, right down the mountain, you know? <laughs> Every day, just push that kale through. 
Well, that's nice. I did. I was in San Francisco over the weekend, and uh, I liked it for the first time ever. So, uh, okay, divided uh, about that. I think it's because it's one of those cities where it's so close to here that you can just go up. You can kind of book your flight like last minute and then just go up. And you know, because I usually travel up there for work, you can just go like right to the venue and then basically like just come back down an hour later. So in my mind, San Francisco is just like the theater spaces that I've been to, and they are bullshit. No, some of them are okay. <laughs> but I tried to see a little bit more of San Francisco. We went to, uh, you know, that, you know, the, you know, we went to the, uh, we, hey, I think we really caught a lot of the culture, a lot of the local <laughs> culture. We went to the houses where they film Full House, you know what I mean? <laughs> the open, where there's like, everywhere you, and then at the end, da-da-da-da-da, you know, where they're having the picnic, and that's where we were. Some authentic shit. <laughs> That's what the locals do. They go there every day. Just like the locals in Seattle always catching fish, you know? I don't mean with the line. I mean, here's a fish! Catching it! Go Seahawks. I don't care. One clap for I don't care. It's not that I don't, I mean, I want, I wish I cared about, uh, I actually love football. Uh, I love football as a sport because I was early, early in my life I was influenced by a man that I loved um, back when I thought that was possible for me. I mean, I loved him. I loved him as a friend, but we also dated and that shouldn't have happened. But um, no, it was okay that it happened. I just mean, it was also very... You know, like, I'm really into your, I really am into your football career, like that kind of relationship that straight people have with each other. <laughs> I don't know. What do straight women say to their boyfriends? Can I wear your pads? Because that's what I said to him a lot. And he said that to me a lot too, and that's a period joke. Oh, fuck you. Wait do you hear the other period jokes I'm going to tell later. If the word pads was too much, you are not going to like these jokes. You know, it's adorable. My dad still thinks women wear pads. It's very cute. Isn't that cute? That's cute. Because, like, when we first had our periods, when all of us kids first had their periods, he would have to go to the store. And his, like, favorite story was, like, he still tells this story when my mom sent him and he called home and was like, Dad, some of them have wings! Like, he was... <laughs> I actually don't know how he called home. Their cellular phones weren't a thing. He must have been at the desk. At, like, the front desk of the grocery store. Also on the PA. Excuse me, some of them have wings! And Wings, the television show, also on at the time. <laughs> Wings, the band, not a big deal, though, at the time. Um, but yeah, so he, was, he, so he still thinks. So I was home uh, two weekends ago. I was in Chicago doing some shows, and we had, I had dinner with my family. And my dad talked about how he like called uh, Best Buy because he was trying to find uh, a new charger for his um, tablet. And he was like, I need a charger for my mini pad um, and he laughed and laughed after he realized he said the word pad but I think the other woman was just like yeah I know what you mean like the woman on the other end of the line because women don't use pads anymore it's only diva cups really that's such a funny joke if you know what I'm talking about Are you explaining diva cups? Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Honestly, because of any dude in here, you're the guy that I'd be like, what's a diva cup, sir? And you'd be like, I know this. You know, like, of anybody here, it's that guy. For sure. For sure I assumed that about you. What it is is, it's like a colander with no holes. It's like a chalice. Like, think of like a... It's like a chalice, and then you pop it in there. 
And then, you know, it's a, it's a lot. I mean, using the chalice analogy, it's really the closest thing your body can do to, you know, Catholic mass, because... <laughs> Tons of transubstantiation happens in there. It's a blood joke. The weird thing is you have to empty them. You know, you have to empty them and then like probably rinse them. Hopefully. I don't know what kind of I don't know what kind of maniac you are, but you probably should rinse it. Then if you're in a public bathroom, I don't think it's that you. I just don't know. I mean, I, my biggest question is just like, are you waddling? You know what I mean? Are the pants coming up in between? While you're walking to the sink to rinse it? What if you walked into a bathroom, a public bathroom? And there was a woman with just her pants at her ankles, just, walk, just doing dishes in the sink. You know what happened here! And she's got other dishes. Like, she's got a diva cup, but she's also clearly brought things from home. All right, well. This has been great so far. The rest of the show is going to continue to be excellent. Are you guys ready for more show? Are you ready for more show? Okay, now this first comic, we love her on the show. She's a good friend of mine. Let's hear right now for Sophia Alexandra, guys. Give it up for Sophia. Hey, guys. So far, getting out here through the curtain was the hardest part of my set. So now, check. Moving on. Nailed it. Hey guys, what a beautiful multicultural audience you are. I'm really excited by this. Um, I'm also just generally excited because I listen to about four to six hours of Beyonce a day. Yeah, can we all give a hand to Beyonce? Yeah! Uh, whoever's not clapping right now, you're a monster. So, hope you're cool with that. Um, I love Beyonce so much. I was listening to her on the way here. Guys, what is that Beyonce song where it's like, we're independent, but also you should marry us. But we're super strong, but also pay our bills. <laughs> Which song is that? That is literally all of them. <laughs> but I am serious about being like a huge fan. Like I like her so much, like it's like unhealthy. I know it is because my ideal man is four Beyonce standing on each other's shoulders underneath a trench coat that's buttoned up. You know, like, I know I'm not well. Um, but she's so perfect. Like, how can you not love her? Do you guys ever just sit around and think to yourself, she's so perfect. How did she even come into being? I'm sorry, baying. You guys ever think that to yourselves? I think it was when God read my diary where I wrote, I wish for a woman with the voice of an angel and the thighs of an extremely powerful horse. <laughs> and good job, <laughs> you know? I just, like... I love Beyonce so much, like, I worry about her. You know what I mean? Like, I read the news, and I'm like, oh, my God, did you guys read? Like, she's going to get a divorce from Jay-Z. Did you guys hear about that? They might be splitting up. I know. I know. That ruined my 2014. <laughs> ruined it. Because I just would stay up nights thinking, like, God, like, if our two most beloved brands can't make it, then... What can we mere mortals even hope for? You know what I mean? And then I would think about, like, think about all their stuff, you guys, you know? Like, all their yachts, you know? All their jewels. All their furs. That's what I think rich people have, is jewels. All their goblets. Am I right? Rich people stuff. You know? How is Jay-Z gonna fit all of that in a box to the left? To the left. <laughs> Everything he owns in a box to the left. I just don't know how it's going to fit, you know? 
I love Beyonce, obviously, for many reasons. Like, she's perfect. She's a feminist, you know. But then, like, if I'm honest with myself and if we're all honest with ourselves, like, Beyonce could be a better feminist. <laughs> right, you guys? But, like, if I'm being even more honest with myself, so could I. <laughs> I could definitely be doing better. You know how I know that? Like, this is who I am. I'm like, ladies, okay, we're a sisterhood. Let's not tear each other down, okay? Let's build each other up. Are you wearing shorts with Uggs? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know, like, I could also be doing better. Like, maybe don't judge so much, Sophia, you know? What if her lower legs are cold? but her upper legs are hot. <laughs> you know? Uh, I'm a feminist for, like, obvious reasons. You know, like, I enjoy rights. I don't think I'm alone here. Anybody else? You like rights? Yeah, yeah, rights are cool. But also, like, if I'm, like, being honest, like, just as a side note, I just also don't like it when men tell me what to do. <laughs> Except for in hip-hop songs. Then I'm like, I'm sorry, what'd you say? You want me to drop that shit? How fucking hard you want me to drop that? Let me fucking pick it up, move it over here, fucking drop it again. I'll do that shit. You want me to fucking put in work? I'll put in work. I'll put in a fucking double. You want me to nine to five, come back in tomorrow? I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. You want me to flip it over and reverse it? I don't know what that means. I'm going to work it out, though. You know? Like, that's what I'm like, you know? And it's like, what does that say about me? <laughs> like, one, obviously, I'm a walking contradiction. And two, I'm fine. <laughs> so that's got to count for something, right? <laughs> Please, God. <laughs> so I know I started this out super fun, but now it's going to get a little real, because I feel like we need to talk about the year that just ended. How fucked up was 2014? Was that not a terrible year? Yeah, really bad year. Like, I'm really glad it's over. I feel like it was a bad year for everybody, but, like, especially for a couple groups of people. Like, it was a really bad year for Malaysian airplanes. <laughs> really bad year for Ukrainians. <laughs> Some people's bad year just continues. <laughs> Yeah, so, like I was saying, bad year for Malaysian airplanes, bad year for Ukrainians, the next thing I was going to say is bad year for women. <laughs> and I am two of those things. That's right, I'm the only female Malaysian airplane, you guys. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, did we ever, ever even find that first airplane that went missing? No? No? Well, guys, don't even worry about it, because if that airplane is anything like my father... It is just out getting cigarettes, and it's going to be right back. Some of you got real uptight at that and didn't laugh. Is it because you're all pretending you have good dads right now? Everybody, can I tell you something? Don't front. There are not that many good dads in America. You know how I know that? Because on Father's Day, you can just walk into any restaurant and get seated. Don't worry about making a reservation, you guys. I guarantee they've got you. Um, and I'm going to leave you with this. Uh, God, one of my least favorite parts of being a woman is, uh, I'd have to say this. Uh, tell me if, I, if this happens to a lot of people. Like I was at Ralph's yesterday, uh, just mind my business, buying some Faget, you know, 0% fat, a lot of protein. And a guy, I don't know, just looked at me and was like, hey, beautiful, smile. Why don't you smile? You'd be so much prettier if you smiled. So uh, I just like did my move, because I have a move now, and this is what it is I'm gonna share with you guys. I was like. <laughs> You're right. I do feel more beautiful. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Please enjoy the rest of your night. Very cool. We're having fun so far. What happened? Your puppy tripped you? Your puppy tripped you? Yeah. Well, I mean, did you kill that thing or what? <laughs> I was too busy 
You're too busy studying for finals? Are you a very young person? I don't know what that is. Okay, uh, you're studying for college finals, and already you have a puppy? That's a lot of responsibility. (laughs) Do these people know you, or did a woman just touch your leg? That's a strange... Yeah, that's mean, a little. I understand why your puppy did what he did. <laughs> what are you studying? Biology. Biology. And how, what year are you? I'm a You're a junior. So did you fix that thing yourself? Or? I figured out what it was. You figured out what it was? Yeah. And I'm sure the doctors love that. <laughs> yeah, they usually do. Yeah, they do usually do. Um, did, you, did you have to get in a... Did you have to get in an ambulance, or did you, the, did you no, just? I like home nursed it, and then when they finally like actually scheduled my appointment, then I went. Is it broken? No, it's a bad sprain. Okay, all right. For a minute, I thought you were pretty fucking tough. You know. <laughs> I thought this was gonna be some Fargo shit. You know. <laughs> That's just for people who finished it. Remember the end. <laughs> Remember the last scene when this happened? No, it's, it really gives away nothing. But you know what I mean if you've seen it. Hey, that's a great show. Who's watching Fargo? Has anybody seen it? Did anybody see it? Did anybody watch it? Oh man, the rest of you are missing out! Oh, it's very good. It's very good. It's very good. I, I like it. It's pretty good. <laughs> Uh, and the other cool thing is that, you know, hey, Los Angeles is cool um, because I live here, and that's why it's cool. No, um, because it's cool to live here, and uh, I was so stoked on the, the lead gal in that movie, that, that uh, police officer. Her, she, her name is Allison Tolman in real life. I tweeted at her like, girl! You know, like stuff like that. <laughs> and then, because I have a little, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she replies to everybody. Or maybe it's because I have a little blue, one of them blue checkies <laughs> next to my name. She was like, Girl! Thank you! You know, that was cool. <laughs> we had like a whole back and forth. I hope they put her in everything that Allison Tolman. You guys, fans of hers that saw the show, she's the best part of that show. Yes, agreed. Okay, this is this is this this is getting ever more specific. Like first, I alienated part of the audience that hasn't seen this show. I spoiled a little bit of it, but not really because you don't know what it is. Then I asked about a specific actor from that show, talked about how I'm verified on Twitter. <laughs> And so, therefore, she paid attention to me, then used her name to ask if anybody else was a fan of hers, then asked if anybody wants to see her booked in anything else. Did you guys know she used to work at Chelsea lately? So I figured at this point, there's nothing that I could do than just get more, more tiny. You know what I mean? That's what, I'm sorry about your leg or foot, ankle. Yeah. How old is that puppy? A year? Wow. Too old for that shit. I have a year old puppy. That motherfucker does not trip me. He knows what would happen! I would tweet at Allison Tolman about it! She plays a police officer on TV and she would come and kill that puppy. Well, you guys, huge treat coming up next. International sensation. International sensation. In from London, England. Ladies and gentlemen, amazing comic, Ian Sane is here. Let's hear for Ian Sane. Um, Bruce Wall, that was 
amazing. Yeah, oh, can thanks. I just ask you right now? Yeah. You can literally stand right here. Good. Yeah, have you done that before? Have you been doing that? I did that? it at Sketchfest. I just, for the first time, I was like, I'm going to try out this guy. Uh, I wish it's I'd... seamless, which is crazy. Oh, it is? Oh, that's good. Yeah, no, I just mean like you're actually telling jokes that are non-jokes that fit the character. I don't know how you're right. doing that. Great job. Right. Oh, thanks. thanks. Yeah. Um, what's happening with Crusher? This is your guys' last season and it's currently airing. I'm Oh, totally... are we recording? I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I, no, right uh, now. I'm so sorry. I, uh, I we are, uh, this is the final season and it's uh, on tonight right now as we speak, actually. Do you watch it? Um, I do watch. I watch the episodes, but uh, I don't watch, I usually skip it when it's on TV. I just watch it later. I don't like looking at myself because all I look at is... I can't. I can't watch myself. Yeah, I like, can't watch myself at all. I can't listen That's to myself. That's why I asked you if you can watch it. If I were Not listening to this, it would be... What if we listened to this, what we're doing right now? <laughs> Terrible. That would be horrible. Yeah, that would, would be the be worst rough. experience. We'd have to go for a hike or We'd something. We'd have to go for just a hike. Like move By it the way, bodies. should we go for a hike? Yeah, let's go for a let's hike. Go for hike. Actually, no, let's just leave. I mean, the show leave? will run itself. Yeah. This like, show, they'll figure it out. If I don't outro this comic... Something it's not happen. the end of the fucking yeah, it's, world. It's not gonna. Um, I love the show. Thank you so much for having. Oh, me. I'm glad to hear that. I mean, it's it's always interesting to get like a character act here because it's not usually what we do. So I'm not sure. Well, it's at UCB, so it's conducive. Yes, it is. It's like Very small conducive. enough, and people are also fans, so like they well, know yeah. it's you. Yeah, but when it you didn't come do out. well enough. My bit didn't go well enough. Did you feel that way? No, I felt like it was good, but I, I you know, I, I just want to, you know, I, every everything's, I'm just building, yeah, I'm just building, you know. Yeah, dude. I'm just building. How did it go at Sketchfest? It was did fantastic. It, did it crush? Great. Yeah, awesome. I don't want to say it crushed, you know. Yeah, it, I rock. Yeah. I, I'm the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I think that's implied. Yeah. So, um, are you sad with the end of the About show? Or do you yeah, feel like... It sucks. Yeah, I'm bummed. Bummed. Bummed it's over. Well, I'm, uh, I have watched... You know, I watched the little, like, clippies. Because that's great for that show. It's actually perfectly built for that, where you can watch, like, the individual sketches. Mm -hmm. So that's what I would recommend people do... Check At out the Crush Show, but also watch it live on TV if you can. Yeah, 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 right, because that also gets great, like, ratings and stuff for you guys. That helps us, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, um, thanks for being here. Thank you, And Cameron. keep doing your stuff. Thank and, you. And, and, you know, crushing it. <laughs> oh, you guys! Wow, one more time for Ian Sane. And for those of you that don't know, that's actually our buddy John Daly, who, is, I'm sorry to destroy the illusion but you should just know so that you can watch him on Kroll Show which is on Comedy Central and he's very funny on that as well so how about you do that yes this audience you guys are legitimately weird I love it I love how disjointed and confused you are about the whole show seemingly unsure if comedy is even happening <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, you know what that means. Bring out other comics. <laughs> Continue the show. See if some other shit is going to really sit with you in a cool way. I just want to, I wish individually I could find out what happened in your days to make you so confused about what you showed up to. I feel like you all. Are you all executives? Like, what's happening? <laughs> or 100% tourists? Confusing. Oh man, this next guy, he's gonna really blow your dicks off. <laughs> That's what happened to my dick. He blew it off. He runs a great show. Uh, over at the Echoplex that I was just at two nights ago. That's called Hey Buddy, and you could check him out there. Or you could also check him out here tonight by sitting in the seat you're sitting in right now and waiting until I introduce him. And he comes out here and tells you jokes currently. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Carl Hess, get up for Carl! Come on! Come on! Go 
guys. Give it up for Cameron. She has no dick. I want to start off uh, not with a joke, uh, but with a life lesson that I recently learned. Uh, maybe you guys can utilize it in your individual life journeys. I recently learned that who you are around an open bar and free pizza, that's who you really are. <laughs> yeah, and I recently learned I'm human garbage. Here's what happened. Uh, <laughs> I went to a show. It was open bar all night long, and all you can eat pizza for comedians, and immediately lost my mind. Uh, it was open bar all night. I could have paced myself. Oh, no. I ordered five shots of whiskey immediately. Might have said YOLO, like a monster does. <laughs> Clearly out of control. I take those five shots of whiskey, I'm drunk. Then I go and eat seven slices of pizza. Then I come back to the bar, but not before hiding more pizza for later. <laughs> and like in my drunk brain at the time, it made like perfect sense. I was like, later there'll be a shortage, then I'll be king. What? <laughs> That's what a garbage person says, you guys. That's like a direct quote from a garbage person. Yeah, then the rest of that, I was just like hammered, hiding, eating pizza. <laughs> Coming out like, the perfect crime. <laughs> having a pretty productive year so far compared to last year, but that's not saying much because January of 2014, I got my medical marijuana card and Netflix streaming on my television on the same day. So I did not accomplish a lot in 2014 except forgetting what the sun felt like. Like, I was at the point where I was just like watching what Netflix told me to watch, you know? <laughs> I was just at home on the couch, like, yes, I do love cerebral foreign dramas. <laughs> you know me so well, faceless algorithm. <laughs> I learned that if it's 3 p.m. and you haven't put your pants on yet, you can go ahead and throw in the towel on that day. <laughs> you can use your pants as the towel, just like, I'm not going to need these. Okay, good. Thank you. When I did put my pants on to leave the house, I would do it, like, begrudgingly, like, all right, society, I'll play your game. <laughs> Just turned 31, guys. That is the appropriate response for 31. <laughs> Awkward, strained applause. <laughs> Just turned 31, I had to come to the somewhat unsettling conclusion that at age 31, I have no valid life advice for my 21-year-old younger brother. I feel like at this point in my life, I should have some wisdom to pass along, besides, like, always flex when a girl's touching your arm. That's terrible advice. That's terrible advice for anyone at any stage of their life. The one thing I told him, because he's in college, the one piece of advice I gave him, I was like, whatever you do, don't be a theater major. That's what I told him, because that's what I did, guys. And spoiler alert, it leaves you with no marketable life skills whatsoever. <laughs> when you're in college, it's great, because your friends are real majors, like chemistry and like international relations, and they're like, oh my god, i got to write a 50-page paper by Thursday, and i got to read all these chapters by the end of the semester. And you're like, I pretended I was a tiger in class today. <laughs> Then we practice breathing for 45 minutes. <laughs> I am doing very well. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> then you graduate. We're like, I wasted my life? Okay, good. Got it. Thank you. <laughs> it's all right, though. I'm 31. I got a mustache. I got health insurance. It's all coming together, guys. <laughs> it's all coming together. I knew I needed health insurance when I didn't have it, and I got sick. I had a sinus infection. And I needed antibiotics, so I went to the free clinic and, you know, waited a long time. Finally, he in there. It seemed fine. He had, like, a stethoscope. He had the jacket. I was like, this should be fine. Seems like a doctor. He's writing me a prescription for antibiotics, and I had heard that if you drink on antibiotics, they don't work. So I was like, should probably bring this up. So I was like, Doc, what's the deal with drinking on these? 
is that going to be a problem? And he goes, well, what's your lifestyle like? What are your hobbies? And I was like, um, tacos and leisure? He was like, what? I was like, I'm a stand-up comic. He was like, okay, uh, do you drink a lot? And you know, I'm very like hesitant to reveal the full spectrum of my substance abuse issues to medical professionals, as you are. Uh, so I was just like, define a lot. And he just goes, you drink a lot. And I was like, well, all right, let's not be too hasty here, doc. You know, like, what do other people usually say when you ask that question? And he just goes, they say... No. <laughs> well, now I look terrible. <laughs> so then I was just like, yes, yes, I drink quite a bit. Is that going to be an issue? And he just goes, you know what? You're not going to die. Do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> and it was so sad. My first reaction was like, yes, party time. And then my immediate second reaction was like, this could just be a terrible doctor. <laughs> so get health insurance. Turning 31 is fine, it's not a big deal, but like I have some friends who are starting to get weirdly reflective as they hit their 30s. Recently, my one friend was like, don't you wish that you could go back in time and knowing what you know now, do high school all over again? And I was like, God, no. I've heard other people say that, like that would be a desirable scenario. That would be the worst thing ever. Can you really imagine that? Everything you've lived and experienced crammed back into a 17-year-old's brain. The end of pretend to care about high school again. That would be insanity. The people around you would be like freaking out about like math quizzes and like high school dances. You'd just be like, you kids ever see a damn cable bill? Of course you haven't. <laughs> you'd be smoking, I'm pretty sure you'd be smoking. I'm gonna leave you guys with this. I just flew home to see my family in Philadelphia. I'm on the plane and like, I'm sitting next to this real well-dressed business guy. He doesn't look at me the whole flight, which is weird. Then as we're coming into land, he looks over me for the first time and he kind of sizes me up and he goes, so, are you going to Philadelphia for business or pleasure? And I was like, what? <laughs> but then I thought of something amazing. So I was like, uh, business? <laughs> and he goes, well, what is your business? And I just looked him dead in the face and I was like, pleasure. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. My name is Carl. Enjoy the show. Carl Hess. Oh, this show has been great so far. Okay, Red, we got two comics left. Both of them are amazing. I know you're going to love them. Do you got room in your hearts for two more great comics, you guys? <laughs> Old pal of mine from Chicago, and she lives here now. Of course, she lived here before I even did, but she's great, and I've known her for many years. Let's hear it right now for Jocelyn Hughes, you guys. Let's hear it for Jocelyn. <laughs> Cameron. Seriously. Keep it going. I feel her. I, uh, I myself had braces for eight years. I got braces on in third grade, which was before everybody got braces. And then I got them off senior year of high school, which is long after everybody got their braces off. Oh, that's right. Uh, I don't know if you guys had braces. I didn't have, like, the clear, nice kind. I had, like, the metal kind that, like, constantly cut your mouth. Disgusting. Yep. <laughs> kind of braces that are, like, they're basically chastity belts for your face. Like, I think the last four years that I had braces, I didn't even need them, but my parents were like, just keep them on. It's high school. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, like, every major sexual achievement that people normally reach or go through, 
I didn't really go near. Um, and I didn't understand why. I was just like, hey, guys. <laughs> What's going on? I didn't get it. Um, but then I'm, now I'm old, and I get how men feel about their genitals. And I'm like, oh, when you're 12 and 13 and 14, you're falling in love with your wiener. The last thing you want to do is hook up with a girl who's like, hey, have you checked out my de- dick mishmashers? <laughs> These things, yeah, they're going to slice up your dick. They're going to chomp, chomp, <laughs> rip them up. <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen for me. And then I got them off and I was like, now's my time. Watch out, everybody. If I were my mom, that would be just a two shimmy and then a two back. Watch out, everybody! But, uh... (laughs) I got him off. I was too busy grossing everybody out by constantly licking my smooth, clean teeth. (laughs) Just saying, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) That's so smooth! You know I can eat corn? (laughs) I can eat corn! So if I have kids, they'll be getting braces, whether they need them or not. Um, I'm, I'm proud of myself. I've started to say all by myself. I've started to add that to things just so people know how great I am. Like, tonight, like I drove here all by myself. <laughs> Yay me! <laughs> I didn't. I took an Uber, but that's what I tell people. Um, and I've been going on a lot of road trips. My brother lives in San Francisco. And uh, a couple weeks ago, I went up there and I drove all by myself. <laughs> and when I do such a thing, I always go to In-N-Out. Um, because I'm like, road trip! Who deserves a treat? You deserve a treat! <laughs> so I don't know if you're familiar, but when you go through the In-N-Out drive through um, when you pay... The girl or guy, keep your mind open, um, they say, so will you be eating this in your car? And right then, you have two choices. (laughs) You can be like, ew, no, gross, why would I do that? (laughs) (laughs) Or, (laughs) like me, you can be like, fuck yeah, I am. Um, And then when you say, yeah, they hand you a lap mat. (laughs) So if... I feel it was like, you know, half of you know what that is. The other half. Um, a lap mat is the last shred of dignity that you have at your in and out experience. It is a, um, it's an actual mat for your lap. Because um, you're going to eat in your car, you fat pig. <laughs> you disgusting human being. <laughs> Put this on your lap, you freak. Um... So I asked for the lap mat, of course, and then I ate 4,000 calories in a matter of five minutes while singing Katy Perry, (laughs) because that's how I do. And, um, you know, as I was driving down the five, it should be illegal, by the way, also, to be eating a double-double with one hand and going 80. (laughs) Apparently not, um, because I looked over and made eye contact with a cop, who was driving next to me, and they just gave me a nod, like, sorry. Um, For you, you gross out. Um, But what In-N-Out should really give you are uh, window mats. (laughs) So people can't see you just eating a burger and the paper that's wrapped in it. (laughs) Yeah, paper's too thin, guys. It's too thin. So what if I took a couple bites? (laughs) It's got animal sauce on it, right? Um, I have two lovely sons. Um, They're my my babies, Jones and Nugget. They're uh, tiny children covered in hair. Um, They're my best. Best little dogs. Fuck you guys. They're kids. And uh, they're my best friends. Um... Yeah, let that sit for a minute. (laughs) They understand me. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Um, I 
love my dogs. I love my dogs so much. And uh, I'm a really good parent, Natch. So I took him him to the dog park, and uh, the younger one, Nugget, he's like a year old, um, he kind of went missing, so I had kind of a freak out. Ah! ah, Nugget! You know? (laughs) Your mother, where are you? And I looked over to discover he was down at the bottom of the dog park um, and wasn't moving. So... Um, he wasn't moving because his butt was connected to another dog. And I was like, what the hell? So I waddled down there and I'm pissed. Like, what did your dog do to my dog? Why are they connected? And it was like a couple with their kid who was like eight. And the kid was trying to figure it out. And me and the kid apparently were at the same level. I'm Googling. I'm texting my friends. I'm like, why is my dog stuck to this other dog? What is happening? And the little kid's like, Mom and Dad, what's going on? And they're like, Sweetheart, we don't know. (laughs) So I finally find out when my friend texts me back and she goes, Your dog just had sex and he is tied to the other dog until his genitals stop swelling or unswell or whatever gross term she used. Because that's disgusting. But then she wrote, How do you not know that? I don't know, because I'm not disgusting. I don't know, because I'm not some dog sex freak. (laughs) Apparently when dogs have sex, they get stuck together. I'm sorry. Yes, it happens. Now you know. I didn't know that. She's like making fun of me for not knowing that. There's plenty of things I don't know, okay? I didn't know, and I'm okay with. Like, I didn't know that, like, if you spread your butt cheeks apart... When you fart, it doesn't make a sound. I didn't know that until like two weeks ago. And that's embarrassing. But dog sex, I'm okay not knowing about. Now my dog tries to kiss me and I'm like, get away from me with your soiled mouth. You sinner. You guys have been great. I'm Jocelyn. Thank you. Talk to me for a minute. Yay! I'm the co-producer on the show. We're gonna have just talk for a second before we bring up our final comic. Oh, yeah. Rhea, you got a big week this week. I got a big week this week. Yeah, you're going. Well, I'm. We were supposed to go together. Yes. But I can't go. But you can't go. So Rhea's going on a cruise by myself. By herself. <laughs> I'm gonna ride a dolphin by myself. Yep. You're going jet ski by myself. She's gonna check out them starfish by myself. She's going to be at that buffet. All by myself. She's going to get that good pineapple. All by myself. She's not going to have anybody else there. All by myself. <laughs> you guys, this is amazing. I mean, I, it's actually not a bummer. You're not really going on a cruise by yourself. No, you're, I mean, and I'm, you're I'm the entertainment What if I was on a cruise ship by myself? <laughs> yeah, like, we're pretty rich, so we rented a cruise ship for the two of us. But <laughs> the then whole... I couldn't make it, but we're not quite rich enough to reschedule the cruise. Yeah. So now we're right in that oh. mid part, you know what I mean? Like, that middle rich, where it's like, yeah, we can rent a full cruise ship, but it's like, no, we can't reschedule it, so... Rhea's just taking the cruise by herself. I'm just going to stand on the bow of the ship like yeah. this the whole time. Just waiting. Who's going to hold, hold that waist? That's just me. Nobody's going to be there. Yeah. But you're the entertainment on the cruise. We were going to be the it, entertainment yes. on the cruise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and other cool people. Some music people. A yeah. man will be there. Ted Leo. Ted Leo will be there. Cool people that... You're so uh, just got, you guys got so sad when <laughs> I was like, "We're just cruising by ourselves," and you guys were all like, "You're Cameron, you're terrible." Like I felt that. And I'm also, an only like, child, I'm used to it. I've spent my entire life alone. Yeah, you don't even know what it's like to have another person around. No, not at all. This whole thing is very confusing. That's why we get along. <laughs> that's why we get along so well. At, oh, oh, we're fiancés. Also, yes, I forgot to mention that. That's Thanks to each other. Yeah. For anyone that doesn't know, thank you. You're the one that goes crazy around the house sneaking. Yes, I'm the sleepwalker. Yeah. I'm the sneaker. She's sneaking around the house. Yeah, it's real weird to be a sleepwalker. I've done it my whole life since I was like four. And sometimes I'll just talk 
when I sleepwalk too. I haven't really done that to you very much, but a one, little bit. One time when I was uh, staying at a friend's house, I think I was like eight years old, and her door was one of those hollow bedroom doors, and somebody had slammed it, so there was like a hole in the bottom of it, a hole about this big. And in the middle of the night, I got up and was on all fours, and I went, "We gotta go get the ball." <laughs> See, I would have ended that friendship. Yeah, not because I think that's weird. I just would have been like, "What?" she see that I can't see? Yeah. You know, I would have exactly. immediately assumed ghost ball. Yeah, ghost ball. Do, 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 you know, do, some do. balls have a short life. Yes. So they gotta stay around. It's all the balls that went in the sewer, then they come back as ghost balls. <laughs> or the balls of a ghost. I don't get it. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm very sick. Why do the balls fall in the sewer? What kind of ball? Like an actual ball. Oh, you like mean a ball? men's balls? No, I didn't. Oh. I just don't know happening? what kind of sewer balls you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know. You're talking Did about you like a baseball? A sewer when you were a kid? But no balls went in there. They went in How? The, our back door neighbor's spot, he put them in his oh, shed. Oh, play in the street. And he hid them. Because <laughs> you're fancy. And then my dad's like. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I'm from the streets. <laughs> there are open sewers in your neighborhood? Yes! <laughs> sewers. Open sewers. Yeah, sewers where water goes? And you could fall in there? I mean, I couldn't fall in there. <laughs> but a ball I was playing with certainly did. Because <laughs> sometimes they're about this big. You gotta play with the bigger ball. No! <laughs> Well, one time when I lived in Chicago, I was standing above, I was getting out of my car. I have a car in fancy, and I was getting out of my car. But it wasn't in the street. No, yeah. I don't park in the street. I park on a private cruise ship. <laughs> that's then parked on a yeah. flatbed trailer. Yeah. That's then parked on the street. But anyway, um, I parked, and then I got out of my car, and then I immediately just, I don't know what I was doing. I just, like, I just... I just dropped my keys, like almost on purpose, just like, burp. but uh, we don't know why our bodies do things sometimes, but I did that, and then there was a teeny hole this big yeah. in the manhole cover. Person hole, please. Yep, thank you, you're right. <laughs> well, a woman holds something else. Oh, yeah, it is. I'm talking about... But then there was a there was a perfect teeny spot, Tiny hole, and I yes. went broop, and the keys went like nothing right but in. net. They yeah. went right in there. And then I was like, "What do no I do?" Yeah. And you know what I did? Called the city of Chicago non-emergency number three one one, and a little man showed up, and uh -huh. he was like, "What do you have? A long stick? <laughs> a long stick for keys? Magnet? Yeah." On the end of the stick? Yeah, did he take it out like this? Yeah, he was like, exactly. <laughs> it was telescoping, you right. Yeah. And then he just went like, what's in there? Keys, boom, here they are. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. It was not his first key rodeo. No, it was think. not. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's one of those situations where like he's done this a million times, but I was just like, what are you talking about? Like I like couldn't believe how great it was. <laughs> yeah. Did you then spike the keys and then throw it right back into the sewer? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I spiked the keys, hot wired my car, drove it into a subway. <laughs> Just exploded. <laughs> oh well guys, that's real butcher. Thanks you guys. And we're gonna bring up our final comic on the show. Great comic, one of my favorites in LA. I love him so much and it's always awesome when he comes by. Let's hear it right now from Matt Ingebretz and you guys. Give it up for Matt! Thank you. Great to be here, guys. Give it up for Cameron and Rhea, two of the most stylish comedians in Los Angeles. I don't have a joke about that. I just really like the way they dress. And I wish I could borrow clothes from them. Uh, great to be here, guys. I ate uh, pizza for dinner tonight. I ate some delicious, sloppy pizza. Whenever I ate pizza, I was like to take a napkin and dab some of the grease off of the pizza, you know? And then I eat the napkin. And then I eat the delicious... Mm. Pizza grease napkin. 
You guys ever notice when you're eating pizza with a group of friends, there's always that one friend that volunteers to eat everyone else's crusts? Next time that happens, take a closer look at your friend, because it's probably just a bunch of pigeons in disguise. I am a little broke right now, trying to save money. My new financial goal in life is to become financially stable enough to have a child, um, but then to just not have a child, and then I'll get all that money. Way better decision. I actually had a job interview last week. Job interview, just a really like stereotypical interview. The guy interviewing me asked me what my greatest weakness was, and I said, my knees when I'm with you, and then I tried to kiss him. Uh, I am a comedian, so I contribute almost nothing to society. Been trying to do better, though. Been trying to give back. I've been volunteering a little bit. Every Monday, I go down to the soup kitchen for a few hours, teach homeless people how to Instagram their soup. I feel like it's really making a difference. Getting the Valencius filter on that split pea. (laughs) I don't do much during that. I watch a lot of TV. I love nature documentaries. I've discovered that my favorite thing in nature is that raccoons look like burglars. And also are burglars. They steal things. Like born wearing a uniform. The only other animal that's born wearing a uniform is a leopard who's born wearing the uniform of a 60-year-old woman who thinks she's still got it. Who's single here tonight, huh? Round of applause if you're single in the audience tonight. Losers. Bunch of ugly, undateable losers. Round of applause if you're in a relationship. Round of applause if you're in a committed relationship. I give it three months, three months before it crumbles, and you're a single loser. I don't mean to sound jaded. I've been on and off of OkCupid four separate times. Four times. Last time I was on OkCupid, I sent a message to this girl, and she responded and told me I was coming across as desperate. And I was like, I'm on effing OkCupid. <laughs> of course I'm desperate. <laughs> a little aggressive there. <laughs> sent a message to a girl on there whose screen name was Dick Destroyer. <laughs> we went out a few times. Did not end well. I don't know. I... I'm always hesitant to get into relationships because I, st- I always associate relationships with like the bad part of my last relationship when it all went downhill. Like To give you an example of what my last girlfriend and I were like, used to, we used to go on walks a lot. We were on this walk one morning and I saw some birds fly out of a tree. And I said, do you ever think birds take for granted the fact that they can fly? And she said, I can't do this. <clears throat> I don't know. I've been in uh, I've been in some good relationships, but I've been in a handful of bad ones, and I've just found that it's tough to learn your lesson from a bad relationship. You know, like when you're a kid, the lessons you learn are easy. Like you touch a hot stove, it burns your hand, you pull your hand away. Lesson learned. Being in a bad relationship is like putting your hand on a nice, cool stove, and it feels great. So then you super glue your hand to the stove. <laughs> Then over the course of like a year and a half, it slowly heats up to scalding hot temperatures. You rip it away and there's third degree burns all over it. So to make it feel better, you put it down on another nice cool stove. And you just do this over and over again until you have nothing left but this charred nub of a hand It's no longer capable of love. Thank you, Laura and Kelsey and Dick Destroyer. Ugh. I, uh, I have been seeing somebody lately, though. We've started developing trust in the bedroom, and I recently had I had an inkling that I might have a foot fetish. I thought it might be a thing that you had to, like, try, and then it would kick in. You know what I mean? I never tried it. So then one night we were, like, starting to make things happen, and I started sucking on her foot and just immediately realized that I did not have a foot fetish. <laughs> But she was making very, like, positive sounds when I sucked on her foot. Like, she was into it. So I just kept doing it, and she kept making positive sounds. So I, like, did it for, like, a while, like a few minutes. And then we had sex. And then afterwards, she was like, man, you're really into feet, aren't you? 
And I was like, no, I was just doing that because you liked it. And she was like, no, I didn't like that. Uh, just doing that for you. So I sucked on a dirty foot for five minutes the other night. Nobody got anything out of it. That's going to do it for me. Thank you guys very much. Great show, right? Let's hear it for everybody you saw tonight. Yes. Hey, we are here every Tuesday night, and as I said, this is also available as a podcast. So if you ever miss a live show, you can just listen to Put Your Hands Together from your homes and enjoy it that way. Until next week, I'm Cameron Esposito. You guys have a great rest of your week. Put your hands together. 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 Put your hands together, put your hands together, put your hands together, put your hands together, get ready to laugh with your hands together, put your hands together, get ready to clap with your hands together, put your hands together. This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> Ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.